in five. Hello, everyone. Welcome to God's Internet Church Podcast, episode 65. I am your host, Pastor Ron Weaver. I count it an honor and privilege to be here to share with you the Word of God, what God's put on my heart in this platform of God's Internet Church Podcast. I'm glad that you join us, and I'm glad that that people are watching, I mean, are listening to this. And, and like I always say that I don't ask this for ratings or listenership or anything because I just ask this that to, to you guys to if it's been a blessing to you the podcast to bring people to listen to it so we can help a lost dying world get even get closer to God and we want to help as many people as we can today on the podcast we're going to be talking about on the Bible study on the subject of the sea of being and there will be our prayer request segment and the closing remarks and also I want to say um, yesterday we had a different style of a show and there's been three I think two people that listened to the podcast it could be more since yesterday and I appreciate the listens and um, we were God went through the baptism of the Holy Spirit and uh, and with evidence of speaking in tongues and then there God actually did the Bible study yesterday when something else was planned but God uh, you know came and did that so I thank God that you guys still listened and you understand what was going on and I did get the scripture to read um, where it talks about that in the Bible so you can see that it's real and uh, I praise the Lord for you and I praise the Lord for everybody um, we were supposed to start the subject of of life and it was talking about um, you know we were starting the subject and how we see like Christians should see life and there was scripture, and then I'm going to use that scripture because to go with what we're going to be talking about again today. But but it was talking about how we got an old man and a new man, and that the old man is on the outside, which deteriorates, but the new man lives for God and renew every day. But we have to ask for that renewal by asking God to renew us every day. Does that mean that we have to be a Christian and ask God to forgive us come into our hearts every day? No. But we should ask God to forgive us because, you know, we do sin out there and sometimes we don't realize we sinned. And sometimes we do. So, it was actually yesterday's kind of in a nutshell to kind of go with today's on that theme. That's why I'm kind of sharing a fair praise on it. That we need to look at life with excitement of our spiritual life. You know, with our spiritual man. And not our human man. And you're going to kind of find that out today with the subject we're going to do. But before we do all that, we're going to share a song with you called uh, I Surrender.
that's what we need to do is surrender and people don't realize that you know people want change in their life but the first thing they got to do is surrender to God and let him do the change they want they got to get off the door throne room of their life and let God rule their life and let me tell you something saints and they say that when we do that we give up control of our lives and we can't do what I want from some part of that it could be true but the Bible also does tell us if we do the will that God wants us he'll also give us the desire of our hearts if it's within what the Bible wants for you and if you're a Christian that's what you should want is what the Bible wants for you alright well we're going to start the Bible study now and this song kind of um, deals with what was being said yesterday and today and what I'm going to do is read the scriptures that he has for the beginning of the month of February in 2000, of, of 1974 but as you know we're doing the book from J.V. Phillips for this day and it's a devotional and what usually happens is some scripture is written and then it, it's a 31 scripture and it goes through the whole 30 days or 28 days or whatever it is and you know of the month and normally I go with the, you know getting the scripture but in this case the scripture here today deals the same with what it was kind of talking a little bit yesterday and it says the out Second uh, Corinthians four, sixteen through eighteen, and it says, "The outward man does indeed suffer wear and tear, but every day the inward man receives a fresh, fresh strength. The little, these little troubles, which are really so transitory, are winning for us a permanent, glorious, and solid reward." out of the portions for to our pains for we are looking all the time not as visible things but as invisible the visible things are adversary and the invisible things are what are really permanent so basically what this is telling us here that our outward man every day is dying they say the minute that you are born, the minute that you are born, you start to die and start to decay. Okay? Because you have a lifespan on this earth. And God only knows when it's your time for this lifespan. But it says that our inward man, which is our spirit, is renewed strength every day. And I want to talk about that a little bit. The reason it's renewed if you're a Christian is because you ask Jesus, the Son of God, to come into your heart and life. And as you start your day with Him, and you start your day right with Him by reading His Word, like my wife, faithfully, she gets up 5 o'clock in the morning and she reads her Bible. 
And I told other Christians with this, and she said, why does she get so up so early to do it? Well, she likes to do it because she can, where she's not going to be distracted and she can hear from God. And she does her Bible reading and her praying. That is renewing her strength. And the problem is some Christians out there today don't renew their strength like they should. Some people put their Bibles on the shelf until Wednesday or Sunday. And that is sad. But we need to go in to the Word of God and read it. And 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 live it. That's how you renew your strength every day. But like I said, that's what the basically the sermon was on yesterday. But the scripture is also for today too. We're going to look at something, a personal story that he shared, J.B. Phillips shared today. And I'm going to read that story to what he wrote to you. And then I'm going to talk to you about that story a little bit and show you what God wants you to know through this story. And stuff like that okay and normally I just read his stuff and I get the what God wants out of it and sometimes I read the story to you the thing he wrote sometimes I don't but sometimes when I do read it I still give you what God gave me but God wants to use his story as a thing because it's truth and this story actually connects to what we see here okay so Let's read read what it says. It says, An inkling of eternally. Eternity, sorry. It says, I have always been aware... Oops, sorry. Wrong... Uh, it's not inkling of eternity. It's the sea of being. Okay, I got a little distracted because the scripture is on the first page. So, the sea of being. That's what it's called today. And it says... I have been vigorously ill for some months and indeed have been forced to resign my first job through health, ill health. I laid in the hospital exhausted after a severe prolonged operation. Physically, I was weaker than I had thought it possible for a human being to be and was weaker I mean, and yet remain conscious. I could hear and see, but I could not go, not so much move a finger or blink an eyelid by the effort of my will. Yet, my mind was perfectly clear, and late one night, I overheard a doctor murmur to the, to the night nurse, I'm afraid he won't live until morning. In my state of my other exhaustion, this aroused no emotion at all. But I clearly remembered making a mental note that picture who are gravely ill and apparently unconscious may yet be able to hear. I would not say that I felt then the presence of God as a person I knew him rather as some kind of dimension. I was, however, a helpless human being resting entirely upon my Creator. God seems to be, as it were, the sea of being, supporting me. I felt that God to be infallible, 
compassionate and infallible kind. And what that word infallible means, I believe, is he doesn't fail, right? Now, this story touched me yesterday as we went off the air and I made, you know, a couple hours later and I made, you know, the notes out for what would the show script out today, not script, but the show production sheet out today with my notes on it of what I was going to share with you. And it tugged my heart. And I'm sorry that we're having some noises coming in. I forgot to turn my phone down. I'm doing it now to vibrate. Um, here we see a broken man who could barely, he had a, a definitely ill. He had a kind of, some kind of operation and he's not recovering from it very well. Now we do know because his book was written that obviously he didn't die like the doctor thought. Okay? And that's the first point I want to bring out here. This doctor basically told the nurse and gave up on him that he was going to die and he wouldn't make it to morning. Well, here we are. He's writing what he remembered and he's still alive. So the first thing we got to do, we do got to trust the doctors. We do got to have faith in the doctors. We, because God might use these doctors, but doctors don't know when your time is up. Only God does. Now, he could have been doing bad, but God had him in this position for a reason. All right? And as we go through the story, he said he was even so weak that he couldn't even blink his eyes. You know, he was conscious, but he was just so weak that his body couldn't respond. But his mind was clear, and he could hear. Now, we got to be careful when we come to a person like that, if, we, if they're comatose or they're almost comatose or stuff, because it's proven that they do hear you, all right? And I want to use this as an example. One of my friends, that he he uh, he he's uh, paraplegic. He's uh, he's um, paralyzed from chest down. Um, he had some kind of trauma happen where he ended up in the hospital, and they had to put him in. They had to put him in a comatose state. They had to put him in an induced coma. Because he had so much happen to his bodies that the doctors wanted him to rest. I mean, and when he heard people, he reacted to them. All right? And we were told when we went in to go see him, we couldn't converse with him. Okay? We can come in, we see his wife, we could talk to her, but we couldn't talk to him because it would uh, it could uh, what's the word I'm looking for disturb him when he needs to rest and apparently you know and I don't blame his mother for this because if I don't have kids but I think if I would have the kids it would have been hard and I think my wife would agree it would be hard to do 
um, not to talk to your kid or try to support them even if they're out because you love them, right? And well, they actually had to kick her out of the room because she wouldn't follow the rules because it was causing him to not rest and stir and his it was causing heart monitors to go up and down, blood pressure to go crazy. So they actually had to kick her out of the hospital out of the room and the hospital. They did bring her back, but she, she could come back into the hospital, but she couldn't come back to the room until they brought him out. But they didn't do much to us when me and my mom showed up, but he heard our voices. Okay? And he he told me, me later on after he got out of the hospital and it was like on a Wednesday night I showed up a little Thursday night at his house and he asked my friend Sean like a brother from another mother to go do something outside for him and he told me to hold up he wanted to talk to me and he told me that I heard you in the hospital and I and you and your mother helped me fight my way through what was going on and he told me I told Melissa that too because you know me and his wife I don't think she likes me I don't know why but I've been trying to be nice to her you know and everything but anyways that's another story well she kind of you know tolerates me to come because she it blessed her that I was there and it blessed her that God used me and my mom talking this to her lifting her up how it helped him lift him up and I came back other days I didn't go back to him all the time but I came there to support him and he knew this okay so just like J.B. Phillips said you hear things in the hospital but you got to be careful because if you say the wrong thing what that doctor said could have made that guy even die, right? Mm -hmm. Because he was negative. You can't be negative around around a person who is in a comatose state or like because they don't really know. Medically, it looked like maybe he was going to die. But our God, our God, just like J.P. Phillips was saying, he didn't film as a person there, but he filmed as an infallible per not person but thing that was working with him in this scene in this uh, sea of being God was working with him and helping him and bringing him through and then there's another story about my mom she had a a bad stroke not bad bad stroke but put her in the hospital and she was very sick and then they they found some polyps up. They had to do some kind of test. And they found polyps on her um, somewhere inside her body. I don't remember exactly right now. But they cut her and she started bleeding. And she became a really sick inside. And they had to go back operate emergency operation, stitch her up. But she had a recovery back and she was out a lot. Out a lot in and out and she says she could see the angels of God working mm -hmm. with her and she could see God was letting her hear all the people praying for her 
you know, most people in the world today say, ah, she was dreaming. But I don't think so. I know that was God, just like Pastor Phillips, I mean, J.B. Phillips was saying here, and I'm not sure what exactly his title is. It doesn't say pastor, but he does talk about the things of God. And he, God was working with him, but I believe that's the way God was working for her. She said she literally heard all these people praying for her, and I believe it. So, wherever we are in life, you know, God is with us on some level. In our consciousness, in our life, in our being. Alright? He's there for you. You just don't have to be in bed dying. Or in bed in comatose state. Or almost in a comatose state. God is there for you. And that's what he wants. God wants you to know today. That he's there for you. All the step of a way. From waking up in the morning. To going to bed at night. To getting into a, a hospital bed. To getting out of the hospital. You know my story. Was a hard one too. When I got this heart decongestive failure. My heart problem. It was. I just went up for a simple trip. To help my mom for a week. Drive around. Because my dad was going to have heart surgery. And after we got him taken care of. We got him out of the hospital. And. And everything. And I was scheduled to go home the next day. Um, No. I'm sorry. I went back up there for him to have. Gallbladder surgery. And he was going. Mom was going to need help driving him in there and getting around, going to doctors, and because my mom can't drive right now because one of her eyes are bad. And sorry about that. But the day before I went home, I was up there. I was coughing and coughing and coughing and coughing. And my mom and my dad begged me to go to the hospital for a couple of days, and I wouldn't go. Finally, I started coughing up blood. But which was this coughing triggered something to not rupture, but it caused blood to come out, and that scared me. So I went, and but before that, I would just be talking or sleeping, and then I would just pass out or something, and or the phone would just drop out of my hand. So something was wrong. Well, they told me I wasn't going home, and then I was stuck up here up there for a while my wife was coming back and forth until the pandemic hit but the very first night they checked me in the hospital after my mom and dad left and the nurse after you know set me up and everything with paperwork and everything I cried out to God and I said why Lord why why am I going through this you know my wife needs me you know I need my wife and God spoke to me and says, I'm with you. So I do know what my mom's talking about. And God was with me through that time. And I know when my wife visited, it was hard to see me like that. But today, I'm a different man. I can't do what I used to do. But I do do what God asks me to do. God brought me back and I was just a recent graduate to be a minister. But I'm just trying to show you God is with you in your circumstances if you let him be. Alright? 
It's like J.B. Phillips. J.B. Phillips could have submitted to that guy and died. But he chose to listen to God, and that's what we got to do. But not just when we're in the hospital, every day. We got to choose, when things come against us, to choose that God's got it on some level in our lives, that he's going to take care of it. All right? So that's what I believe God, because the anointing's lifting, that's what God wanted me to share with you today. All right? That God is with you no matter what's coming against you. All right? Hallelujah. Amen or oh me. Hopefully you're saying amen. All right. Now, we're going to go to our prayer request segment. And we're going to go through the list. And um, if you got a pen or a piece of paper and you're new to the podcast, you know, write these things down and pray for them. And I've been saying this a lot, but if you have wrote these down, get the list out. And I'll try to give you updates on what we know and what we don't know. And then we'll go into our closing remarks after we pray. But we need prayer for my dad, which is James Weaver. He has an aneurysm on his heart. Um, We've been praying for this for a few months now. Uh, To my knowledge, it hasn't grown. He's got to go another, um, they're going to do an ultrasound on it in a few weeks to see where they're standing by with. Then we've got to pray for my mom. Um, she's they're saying she's got arthritis in her back, but I've talked to my mom before we went on the air today, and she's thinking it might be caused by a medicine because she did some research on a sugar medicine that the doctor put her on that caused back problems. And she said she didn't have back problems like this until she started taking that medicine. So she's going to research with the doctor on that. So God could be showing her, answering our prayer there, showing her what the problem is. But I still want us to pray for her back. And then my cousin Margaret with her leg, and she's got a uns- couple unspokens. But one of those unspokens is about where her brother and is treating the two sisters since her mom's dead. Um, then for our friend Lloyd, we still got to get information and stuff about his cancer and maybe I can have my wife text later on today or in the next couple of days and try to get and see if he'll update us and then for my friend Sean I talked to him a little bit ago he's like a friend from a brother from another mother he's like a brother to me, he is my brother I call him my brother He um, for his two unspokens and his mom's hip surgery recovery which I got to find out more about that. I keep forgetting to ask him about that. And then for some unspokens that God's given me to share um, a certain part of the ministries, and I started part of them. So far, it's going good, but we want more of that. And then for my cousin Sharon's and her family, and some things going on there. For Aunt Denise and her back, and where that cheek is touched and healed. For my cousin Lori, there's some things changing there for the good and the family I talked to her but Lori Weaver need the decisions to discuss um, prayer for her family problems that's going on and for my blood pressure I did get a doctor's appointment like I needed to in the next few weeks I won't be able to be there to the 18th of February but 
my blood pressure sometimes wants to be low and it was low this morning so we're gonna, that's why we need to pray for that and then for my grandma for her eyes and her ears and her hip her legs and her hip God's been leading me and my mom to pray and you guys to pray that they get a little get a little bit better so she can have a maybe a little bit more happier life because she feels like she's lost all kinds of stuff and and she's ready to go with you to the Lord but the Lord keeps telling her no so I, God's leading me and mom to pray that he can heal now can God just touch and heal her without us praying yes but sometimes God wants us to ask too see and she's not I don't know if she's asking or not but we've been led to ask and I did hear that her eyesight was a little bit better but it seems like so there could be some working on going there so let's pray dear heavenly father I lift up my dad James Weaver to you right now Lord you are the great architect you are the great designer of these bodies you are Dr. Jesus we ask you right now to go inside my dad right now in the name of Jesus Lord and pinpoint what's going on with this aneurysm either don't let it grow Lord or don't let it or let it disappear Lord and be with my mom's back Lord we just ask you to be this pain that she's got going on Lord and if this new avenue she's looking at the answer Lord let the doctors be in agreement with it Lord ask you be with my cousin Margaret Lord and her leg and, and the situation with her brothers and treating his sisters after the death of their mom ask you be with Margaret's um um Coping with her mom and dad's loss. Ask you be with Lloyd and his cancer. We ask you to keep touching and healing him and let him get in touch with us. And we ask you be with my friend Sean and his two unspokens and his mom's hip recovery, Lord. We just ask you to work things out there. Be with Pa and my wife and me as we close out the estate for her mother, Lord, and let things don't get nasty. Let things work out for the best. Be with my friend Paul, Georgia, not the same Paul. Uh, we ask you be with his back and his kid, Lord, and not get coronavirus. We ask you be with uh, my cousin Sharon and her family, Lord, situation. We ask you be with the unspokens of the ministries that you've been asking me to, um, you've been impressing on me, Lord. And Lord, I ask you be with my Aunt Denise and her back and touch whatever's going on there. I ask you be with my cousin Lori and her family problems and I thank you Lord for what I see some improvement Lord we just ask you to keep moving there and Lord I'm going to add somebody that I didn't mention but my cousin's uh, in-law I want to say uh, she are going to be cousin-in-law She's she had gallbladder surgery so we want to pray for her that she'd be okay as she's coming through of being healed Lord and I mean healing and Lord we ask you to be with my blood pressure we just ask you to let this either medicine uh, get worked out whatever the blood pressure problem get worked out and Lord we ask you to be with my grandma and touch her eyes and hear her eyes and touch her legs and let her walk a little bit better and touch her and touch her uh, ears and let her hear a little bit better we ask you all this in Jesus name Amen if you said if you pray for all that thank you I ask that you continue to pray for him this week 
and we've got one more podcast tomorrow that we're going to share and before we do that where we do our closing remarks we're going to um, read a benediction prayer for you but I'm going to do the closing remarks first after I read the benediction and as you know I've been reading these things it is 1 Corinthians 15 58 is what I'm going to read to you and this is a benediction I want you to read over your family and yourself every day I, everyone I give you this week I want you to read over yourself this week and the first one is uh, today's is from 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty-eight. put that down and read it over yourselves on every day 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty-eight, and it says therefore my beloved brother be stephus immovable always abounding in the work of the Lord knowing that in the Lord your labor is not in vain and I'm going to read it again 1 Corinthians 15 58 therefore my beloved brethren be stephus immovable always abounding in the work of the Lord knowing that the Lord your labor is not in vain and read that verse over your family all week this week and and the first one from yesterday too, which was number six twenty four to twenty six, hallelujah. Now, up on tomorrow's podcast, we're going to be studying on the subject of a figure, a figure in white. That's what we're going to be talking about. A figure in white. That's what we're going to be talking about tomorrow, and. On that note, I ask you to pray for this ministry. And tonight, if you're able to join me on Facebook Live, um, if you want to become friends on Facebook to be part of it, but you can always go to the group of called um, God's Look What God Is God's Internet Church. Um, we're going to have an online Bible study tonight. Um, if electric and everything and don't go out because of this snowstorm that we're going we're having because um, I hear in the snow is supposed to be heavy so hopefully we don't lose power uh, but we will be having an online service on the subject of uh, the subject of um you look at my notes there, sorry. Um, the subject of who is God? That's what we're going to be talking about. Who is God tonight? And it's usually between 40 minutes to an hour podcast. 30 minutes an hour podcast. I mean, not podcast, but um, God's Internet Church Service. Um, I might be recording a podcast because God's talking about me one of the new things that we're talking about so you might have an extra couple podcasts to listen to uh, during the week because God's wanting me to add the podcast to the service now I won't be you know I'll be welcoming everyone from the podcast to the service to and the other avenues that we're doing but 
you know, the podcast would be a bit different. It would be on what we're learning and teaching and uh, maybe some music, maybe not on Wednesdays and Sundays. So, but we are doing the look at that starting tonight, if it can work out. It all depends on the weather. It's planned, but the weather gets too bad and the power goes out, well, or in, or things, you know, internet can be disrupted by by heavy weather too. So we don't know what's going to happen, but that's what's planned. And on that note, I'm Pastor, I like, I'm Pastor Ron Weaver. I like to say love one another, be kind to one another, help one another, and love one another in these times. And like I said, we're guys in our church. You want to watch it live on God's Facebook Live, you can go to God's Internet Church group um, and join the group, and you'll get a notification when it goes live. Um, or you can just rewatch it later. You can rewatch it on YouTube at God's Internet Church, Pastor by Pastor Ron Weaver. And but with all that, join us. We would love to have you. And like I said, we're going to be recording the podcast. You choose to wait. You can listen to it on the podcast, too. On that note, I'd like to say God bless you. My producer is waving me. It's time to get off the air because we went, oh, actually, 10 minutes over. So I'd like to say God bless you and see you next time for God's Internet Church Podcast, Episode 66, which will be tonight if everything works out the way we want. If not, it'll be tomorrow for the regular stuff. On that note, I'd like to say God bless you and have a good day.